0: Welcome to the Wealthy Woman's Podcast, a podcast for high-achieving women who are great at making money but struggle to build wealth. You'll learn how to take control of your money, increase your net worth, and make more. Ladies, it's time to create a life with more money and more freedom. Let's dive in. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you all are having a great day. And today we're going to talk about budgeting, the B word. (laughs) Yes, we're talking about budgeting today. And I must say that I typically do not use the word budget. I typically use the phrase spending plan, because to me, it's more liberating, I feel more in control and not as stifled. But the truth is, they're the exact same thing. A spending plan is the same thing as a budget. And so with this episode, you're going to hear me use both terms interchangeably. They are the exact same thing. So today, I'm going to share some strategies with you all so that you can manage your money really, really well using a spending plan or a budget, okay? And I think everyone knows that a budget is really necessary. I mean, really think about it. Multi-million dollar companies use a budget, right? Think of Fortune 500 companies. Think of like General Motors, for example, or Apple. They are huge companies and they use budgets. Not only do they have a budget for their entire organization, but then each sub unit has their own budget right and they operate off of budgets they operate off of having a plan for how they're going to use the money that's coming in to their corporation and i hear sometimes from my clients that you know i used to budget when i wasn't making a lot but once i started making more money i stopped budgeting because i didn't feel like i needed to and yet they are not where they want to be financially. They have more debt. They're not saving. They're not investing. And I think it's because they stopped planning their money. They stopped creating a spending plan. And so the money just went, right? So let's treat our own personal finances like multi-million dollar corporations do. Let's manage our money. Let's take care of our money. Let's create a plan for our money. Let's create budgets, Okay, governments run off of them, nonprofits run off of them. So, why shouldn't you? Now, I know that there are many reasons why people resist creating a spending plan or creating a budget, and we're gonna look at some of those today, but I think a lot of them will be answered. with my tips I'm gonna share with you because I'm gonna give you six different tips, six different strategies you can use so that you can manage your money using a budget or a spending plan, but without being too restrictive. To me, that is why so many people resist budgeting because they feel like they're gonna be put in a straitjacket, they're not gonna have any freedom, they're gonna be stifled, right? And when you think about it, it makes sense because a lot of the personal finance people out there talk about, putting yourself on a strict budget and eating rice and beans and not traveling and not going on date nights and not eating out. And that turns a lot of people off. So they're just like, nope, I don't want to live like that. I work too hard. I make enough money to be able to do those things. So I'm going to do them. And I want to offer that, yes, you are right. You do not need to live like that, but you do need to manage your money. I credit learning the skill of budgeting and creating spending plans monthly for where I am today. Remember, I was in over $200,000 worth of debt and just had a really, really hot mess of a money situation going on. And once I learned the skills that I'm going to share with you today, that's when things change. And so it's been about 14 years for me now. That I've been using spending plans and budgets, and I cannot imagine going one month without one. I literally have never skipped a month. And sometimes I'll get behind. So it may be it's like the fifth of the month and I'm like, oh my God, I haven't done it yet. Like I have to go do it. It's that ingrained in me because I have to know what I'm doing with my money. I am... A big proponent of managing the money that you have. And you can do that in a way that is liberating. You can do that in a way that gives you freedom instead of taking the freedom away. I honestly feel more free with a spending plan than I do without one. If you want help with this, if you're like, yes, I've been wanting to do this, I've tried before, join me inside of the Wealthy Women's Academy because this is what we do. This is one of the first things we work on. So For those of you who don't know, the Wealthy Women's Academy is my signature group coaching program. It's more like a hybrid because you get four one-to-one private sessions with me where we will really get clear on your financial goals, really get clear on what's most important to you out of life, what are your values. And then we do something called a spending audit so that you can actually know where all your money has been going. And I will tell you some women... They resist that at first, but once they do it, they're so happy because they get to see like, oh, I really do have a lot of money. I didn't realize I was spending so much in this area. Oh, I didn't realize I was overspending there. And if I stop spending money on those things that really don't matter to me, I could save more. I can get out of debt. I can really Build wealth. Like I have the ability to do that. And so it's such an eye opening experience. And sometimes, like I said, people resist it because they think when they see it, they're going to beat themselves up. So when, what I love to say is, we're not going to do that. We are going to set the expectation up front that when you see where your money's been going, we're not beating yourself up about that. Instead, it's gathering data. We're just gathering data so that we can make different decisions moving forward. And so with that, it really does relax people and they feel like confident going in and we're just gathering data and we'll come, they'll come to the calls with me privately. And sometimes they are still beating themselves up and I coach them on that. I remind them that you did the best you could. This is just data. And guess what? We get to use this data to make new decisions moving forward so that you can create the life you want in the future. So once they have their spending audit done, that's when we can create the spending plans or the budgets. And we do that based on their values, based on their goals, and based on what they've done in the past, what realistic numbers they have gathered from their audit. And then they also learn how to follow through with that and stay on track and what to do when they make mistakes, when there are unexpected expenses that come up, when they forget about something. I give them all of those tools, you know, This is how you handle that. When you don't want to follow through, I give them lots and lots of tools so that they can navigate all of those situations. So that's what you get with just those four sessions. So you pretty much have everything you need right then and there. But here's what I know. You have been handling your money a certain way for decades, right? So you need time and space to try things, to make mistakes, to get it wrong, and then to finally get it right, and then to get some progress and some goals accomplished, and then to maintain those goals. That is what happens in our year-long group coaching program. You get an entire year, which is the perfect amount of time to change your money. You get an entire year to work on your money and during those calls you're in a community of women who've gone through the same process that you had gone through with spending about a month with me four different sessions and now you're just working on what we came up with for you. And so during those times, you get to get help if you're not taking action, if you're overspending, if you're feeling a little resistance, or if you have a raise that you want to go after or a promotion that you want to go after. I coach you on all of that. If you're having issues saying no to your kids or having issues with, a spouse who may not be on board, like all of it. You get to bring it all. And we're in a safe, intimate community where we get to work on your money so that you can create the results that you want. So that is what the Wealthy Women's Academy is. You are invited to join me. We also have monthly topics. So every single month we will focus on one thing at the beginning of the month. And there may be a challenge or an assignment that you can work on that whole month so you can make progress in that area. So by the end of the year, you have touched pretty much every area of your money and you are just killing it. So if you've been thinking about joining me inside of the Wealthy Women's Academy, what are you waiting for? This is the perfect time. And your primitive brain, that part of your brain that wants you to stay in your financial comfort zone, it will offer you all kinds of excuses for not doing it because it wants you to stay where you are. So if you've just been thinking about it, that's what your primitive brain wants you to do. It wants you to just keep ruminating about it, thinking about it, contemplating it, because that's safe. That's keeping you where you are. But when you start to take action, that's when things start to happen and your primitive brain. is like, Ooh, oh, my gosh, we're going to be doing things we've never done before. We're going to be learning things. And here's another thing I'll say. Some people think, well, I don't want to share all my business with anybody else. For most of my clients, I know none of their numbers. They don't share their income with me. They don't share their expenses with me, the numbers. I don't need to know your numbers. You don't have to share your business with anybody, me or anybody in the community. This is not about numbers. This is about behavior. This is about how you think. So half the time, I don't know the numbers, but you get to be as open as you want. If you want me to know your numbers, hey, I totally am fine with that. Like I said, about 50% of the people share them and about 50% don't. So don't think you have to, Come in and share all your numbers and tell all your business. That's not what this is all about. Okay, so go to JermaineFoley.com slash WWA to either sign up or read more about it. I have an entire website set up just for the Wealthy Women's Academy. You can read all about it. You can read FAQ section. You can read testimonies from other women who have gone through the program and get all the details there. And you can also sign up from there if you want to. Okay, so now let's go ahead and get into our six tips that we're going to look at today so that you can create a budget or a spending plan that works for you, that is not too restrictive, and that is going to help you to really reach your financial goals. So number one is to create your budget or spending plan ahead of time on a monthly basis. Sometimes I hear people say, well, this is how I budget. At the end of the month, I look at what I spent and then I write that down. Okay, let's be clear. That is not a spending plan. That is actually a spending audit. A spending audit is what you do after the fact and a spending plan or a budget is what you do ahead of time. Now, I totally, totally believe in audits. We just talked about that, but you really only need to do that like once a year. You don't need to do that all the time. A spending plan is done on a monthly basis and what you are doing is I recommend at the end of every single month you sit down with your money, have a date with your money and think about the next month and what you want to spend your money on, how you want to use your money. When you do this, you are putting the highest, most sophisticated part of your brain in charge of your money. That's your prefrontal cortex where you get to make decisions that are aligned to what's best for you. Okay. When you do not sit down and plan your money ahead of time, you're leaving your primitive brain in charge where you're going to indulge in instant gratification. You're going to have impulse spends and indulge in a lot of spending and behaviors that will not get you closer to your goals. They'll actually push you further and further away. So tip number one is to do them ahead of time and on a monthly basis. For me, it's always at the end of the month, and I do that for the next month. Number two is to use real numbers This is important. Sometimes people want to guess. They're like, oh, I spent about this much on groceries or I spent about this much on utilities. And then when they actually do their spending audit, they notice, oh my gosh, I spent way more or I spent way less or wow, I didn't realize that. And When you don't use real numbers, you set yourself up for failure. So you create this plan with numbers that are not realistic. Let's say, you know, you tell yourself that, oh, I spend about $300 a month on groceries, when really it's $500, that is going to really mess your spending plan up. And then you're gonna beat yourself up and say it's not working and you're just bad with money and you can't stick to a spending plan or a budget. When the truth was, you just didn't use real numbers. You've used numbers that you just guessed on. So this is why doing a spending audit which is what I work on with you inside of the Wealthy Women's Academy is so important so that you can know what you're actually working with. And then you can use those numbers to create a realistic plan. Number three, make sure your financial goals are reflected in your spending plan. So every time you do a spending plan, you should think about what are what is my goal right now? What do I wanna accomplish? If I wanna save $10,000 this year, What am I gonna do this month to get closer to that? What am I gonna save this month to get closer to that? Some months may be more than others and that's okay. Some months may be less, again, that's okay. But you should definitely have your goals top of mind when you are creating that plan so that you can actually reach your plan. That's the beauty of having a spending plan or a budget so that you can hit those milestones that you want to hit. Number four is to also make sure that your values are reflected in your budget. And again, that's something we work on inside of the Wealthy Women's Academy. We really get clear on what's most important to you because here's the thing. Some people just spend on any and everything and that's why they don't have the wealth that they want. Because they're just spending on any and everything without intention, without regards to what's really important to them. But once you really get clear on your unique lifestyle values, then it's like, oh, this is where I really want to spend my money. I don't really want to indulge in buying things that end up in the corner of my closet collecting dust. And on my credit card, collecting interest. Like, that's not what I really want to do. I'd rather be traveling. I'd rather be using my money to invest in personal development things. I'd rather be sending my kids to a private school. I'd rather be sending my kids to college debt free. Like, you get to get really, really clear on your values. And then once you have them... You use those, you refer to those when you're creating your spending plan. So one of my clients, her value is health. And when we were going through her spending audit, she was like, well, should I be spending this much on health and fitness and exercise and all of that? And the truth was, when we looked at her values that, yeah, she did want to spend a chunk of her money on those things. Now, she did have some areas where she felt like she was overspending. And so she did decide intentionally to reduce in certain areas, but still a nice chunk of her money goes towards her health because that's what's most important to her. Okay. So number five is to not make your spending plan or budget too restrictive. Because when you do that, you're setting yourself up for failure and you're setting yourself up for your plan to backfire. I want you to think about it this way. What happens when someone puts themselves on a really strict diet? Typically, they will lose weight in the short term. But what happens? They gain it all back because they didn't make it a lifestyle and they were being too restrictive with themselves. That's the exact same thing with your money. When you put yourself on a strict budget, yeah, you may save some money Or yeah, you may pay off some debt, but typically you end up spending that money or going right back into debt once you're no longer on that strict budget. Because here's the thing, it's very, very hard to maintain a very strict budget if you're just not naturally frugal. I am not naturally frugal. That's just not who I am. I like nice things. I like to go out. I like to experience life. I like to travel. I don't want a coupon. I don't want to eat rice and beans. I don't want to do any of that. And so to my core, that's who I am, but I still can build wealth. I don't have to do all those things in order to build wealth. So if you're like me in that way, being on a strict budget is not gonna work for you. And so let's not do it. Let's create realistic, non-restrictive spending plans, again, that are aligned to your goals, that are aligned to your values, and that are based off of real numbers that you do ahead of time. This is how you create plans for your money that you'll actually love following and you'll end up possibly being like me where you just wouldn't be able to imagine life without one. Okay. So that is tip number five. Tip number six is to stay the course. And this means lots of different things. So let me go ahead and break them down. Number one is to follow through. So many clients come to me at first and are like, yeah, I've done budgets for years but I never follow them. Like I'll do a budget and then I'll put it in my folder or in my drawer and I won't look at it all month. So it's like they're just writing down a bunch of numbers, but they don't do anything with those numbers. They don't follow through. So it's imperative that once you do your spending plan, you follow through with it. So if you tell yourself that when I get paid on the 15th, this is what I'm doing with my money, then you do it, right? And of course, things may come up, but for the most part, you're following through. So that's super important. Number two under this tip is to expect that you're going to make mistakes and stay the course anyway. You're not going to be good at it when you first start. The first few months are going to be the hardest. And that is the beauty of having something like the Wealthy Women's Academy available to you because you get a whole year to get it right. Right, And within that first three months or so, you're going to make mistakes, you're going to want to troubleshoot, and I'm going to be there with you the whole way doing that with you. Number three is to make sure you're embracing this concept here, progress over perfection, right? We are not trying to be perfect here. And this is why I think most people don't even try, because they know that they're human, and they're going to make mistakes. And I want you to know that that's okay. Expect those mistakes, like I said, and embrace progress over perfection. So let's say right now you're doing, you're not doing a spending plan at all. So you're at 0% effectiveness, right? And then let's say that you do start to do one and you get it half right. Well, 50% effectiveness is better than 0%, right? So let's let go of perfection because that is not what we're looking for. And it is not a real thing anyway. And let's Instead, think, okay, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep making progress because you're going to forget to add something, right? You're going to have unexpected expenses. All of that stuff is going to happen, but it's okay. You will navigate through them. You will figure it out, but just stay the course no matter what. Don't let an unexpected expense or something that you forgot to add make you quit. And then that brings me to my last point under this strategy is to never quit, keep moving forward, keep practicing, and you will become really, really good at it. I know this for sure. I hope this was helpful. I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, before you go, if you're ready to create a life with more money and more freedom, then you're invited to join the Wealthy Women's Academy, my signature coaching program, where you'll learn how to take control of your money and build wealth without sacrificing your lifestyle. To get started, head on over to germainefoley.com slash WWA. That's Germaine with a G. See you over there. Bye-bye.